You are now listening to the Purpose Edits Podcast. You've got to be willing to be vulnerable. You have to have the ability to self-assess, and not everybody has the ability to self-assess. You don't necessarily have to like sweet and successful in school. You just have to know how to play the game and finesse it and get through it. Welcome to the Perfect Edits Podcast. This is a short yet powerful conversation designed to help you do three things that can ultimately change the trajectory of your life. One, discover your purpose. Two, walk in your purpose. And three, ultimately fulfill your purpose. I am your host, Coach Vic, and I'm joined as always by my lifelong friend, my brother, the educator, Dr. Shane Calhoun. What up, what up, what up? How you doing today? Man, living the dream, brother. How you doing? Man, I mean, with everything going on, it kind of feels like a dream right now, right? (laughs) Facts. It's a mess. <laughs> I mean, it, it it's a mess, but it's almost like beautiful, organized chaos. And, uh, and I'm not referring or glorifying any of the rioting or looting that detractors of the message are doing. I'm talking about it feels like a dream how things are unfolding. There's parts of this where you're like almost outside yourself watching it happen. And you're not sure what's going to happen next, but it's, it feels good as it's unfolding and what's going on because it's something that, that hasn't, it hasn't happened in our generation. So I'm excited to see where this is going to go. Yeah. You're, you're very much so the positive one. And I guess the Martin versus Malcolm fits this conversation because I'm just like, yeah, this is another episode of this is America, man. And the season finale is the election, bro. (laughs) True. <laughs> you know what I'm True. saying? So, like, all of this is like it's almost like a day to day episode that we're just seeing this all play out in front of us. And and I'm and I'm optimistic by the other end that you know hopefully this will bring about some permanent and and well needed change. It has to as long as people unite and people, um, um, uh, I guess really really hone in to focusing on on forward and establishing some a, a concrete sustainable solution gotcha. and, and yeah i am the more optimistic one but i'm optimistic headed into battle like um i know that i'm i'm going to i'm going to win like going into a game i'm competitive Comp, yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna win Comp. i'm gonna win For sure. not gonna beat me um but that's that's me. That's who I am. That's how 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 we rock. But yeah, yeah. What I'm what I'm really curious about in all of this is what what blew your mind. Okay, I would imagine you are deep in. Yeah. Well, what what blew my mind this week is more of a saying and a thought that I've just been having, and that thought is, if you're not happy where you are, if you're not appreciative of where you are, you won't be appreciative or, yeah, you won't be appreciative with where you end up because ultimately that ability to be appreciative is is just a choice. Like, you know, it may not be exactly where I want. I may not be exactly content where I want to be, but I am very appreciative of what I have. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? If that makes sense. It, it does. I guess here here's where my mind processes it. Um, if given a million dollars, 
and you're not appreciative of where you are, then you're not going to appreciate that million dollars and where it's going to take you. Or where it can take you. Where it you know can what I'm saying? You. Yeah. yeah. You're just going to look at it as, well, I got a million dollars. Okay, well, I want 10. Okay, you get 10. Then what? You know what I'm saying? We, we, we can always be looking around the corner for the then what. That's why so many people, you know, when they win the lottery, they go broke. Bad management bad nothing's happy or people that are filthy rich or you think that have it all together are typically the ones that are the the worst ones that don't have nothing Uh together because they they think life is about things and i don't think life is about things life isn't about life isn't about things brother if i didn't have a doctorate degree i'd still be the same person because absolutely the other day, I'm happy of who I am. Take all the accomplishments, the trophies, the accolades, all of that. I'm good because, you know, I'm, I, I think God has given me what he has chosen. And my job is to make the best of what, I, what it is that I've been given. Here, here's a question to throw at you. In one word, describe how all of what's happening makes you feel. One word. That's right. I'm going to limit you to one. The words. You say what? Did you say shorty? No, I said. All right. The question is obviously why. Um, I guess the funniest thing is that like all the evidence is right there in front of us, but yet there's still a level of convincing. Like there was um a guy I recently had to block him on Facebook because, like, yo, he was just tripping. He was wild. Anyway, a couple, he'd been on my mind. I don't know why he'd been on my mind. And he's one of those that will defend racism at every turn. Oh, they don't live in, ba- they live in bad openings because, they live in bad neighborhoods because of choice. Oh, it's not that bad. Oh, <laughs> anyway. So he texted me. I, I, I told him, you know, I sent him a message. Hey, I'm thinking about you. Um... And we start talking. He calls me on Sunday to tell me that he's going to the Black Lives Matter parade. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, cool. So we start dialoguing back and forth. So the other day we, we got back in another dialogue and um, we were talking about police brutality. And I was just saying there's a fear of black men. And then he asked me about a guy in my church. D- do you think he's afraid of you? I said, of course not. He's afraid of me. He knows me. But that doesn't take away that there's a segment of people that are afraid of me. So long story short, we ended the conversation on, well, it's not as bad as you think, and it's not as bad as you think. So I just left it alone. And then... Um, the 6'9". Right six, huh? six the 6'9". Yeah, yeah. So just a second ago, he just we were going, we were talking again, and apparently there's supposed to be some rioting in town today. So he says, hey, man. Did you say rioting as in it's planned or? Yeah, there's an email going around that they're going to be messing up the um, rioting at one of the big shopping areas in town today. So he's like, hey, man, if you need any guns, let me know. (laughs) And I said, you know what? We don't always agree. We don't agree on a lot. But you're a nice guy. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I said, yeah, you're, you're, you're a nice guy. You're, 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 I mean, like, and, and it's funny. The fact that you thought of me. <laughs> in my mind, right? In my mind, I'm thinking this guy's racist as just as, and you know, you know what, one of the things that we, t- I think I talked about it in the Blue Your Mind. 
it's possible for people to do racist stuff and have racist ideas without being racist. Some people just don't know, bruh. And just don't even realize that the action is racist. I'm not saying you're a racist. No. You're just racist-ish. See, you said it nicely. I just said, you're just doing some racist shit, bruh. You know, he asked me this morning, he texted me about the Drew Brees. And I was like, yo, I'll get back to you on that one because I ain't got nothing nice to say about it. I ain't got nothing nice to say about that right now. That that's not gonna be. And you know, my my um my my real thought was, yo, that's that white privilege right there. Because like he talking about his granddaddy serving in World War One, and I appreciate the service, right? But like you had black people in there fighting for their country too that weren't even really considered to be citizens. People ain't want them. You know what I'm saying? You don't. You they don't see front that? lines, and when they got back, didn't even acknowledge that they served in World War One. Yeah, like you you don't see that. Like, okay. You know, so it's um that that's the best way I can I just feel bad because I, I just feel like enough people don't understand. Enough people really and truly just don't understand like this is nothing that's made up. Like C- Candace Owens is is I I've I've lost words on how to describe her. I think she's doing a bigger dis- disservice than than anybody, man. It's it's just um it's bad, bro. How about you? One word. Ignited. And I use that word because in all of that ball of emotions that I tell you I feel, I still feel like I'm moving forward because I'm finding different ways to direct that energy. And Mm -hmm. like, I'm ignited because you know how, you know how, whether it be football or basketball, right? You mm-hmm. basketball, you you at point, you're moving the ball around, you're trying to break through the, the defense and you see that lane or a fast break, you see that lane and there's that small window. Mm-hmm. If, if you hit it now, you know you'll break through the defense and you'll probably score or it'll end in a score, right? Yeah, yeah. Same thing with football. You're running the ball, there's that small hole. That small gap, you bust that crease. If I hit that gap, if I if I just see it, and that's what I see right now, I, I'm ignited. It's like we as a community got the ball in our hands, right? We got the opposition coming at us. I can see people taking on blocks and taking hits. Some people getting taken out early. Some people holding up their end of the bargain, but I'm just looking for that window. And there's a small window to that. If I, if I could get to it, if we could get to it, I feel like we could really solidify change for the mm. something that's sustainable. And like, it's got me fired up. Like I, I am, all of what's happened is, it, yeah, it's, it's, is is horrible it's horrific in what we have to deal with i heard i heard uh i think it's emmanuel acho uh he put out a video uh it's actually a series that i think he's starting where it's tough conversations with a black man mm. the premise is his white friends he's he's fielding questions from white friends and giving answers to it and it's not meant to be comical it's actually meant to educate people Mm-hmm. on on the experiences of being black like one of the questions he answers is how come black people can say the n-word but i can as a white person right he, yeah he's addressing those types of questions well i believe it was him that i heard it where he describes the privileged part or what it's like to be black it's like me and you line up to race and the the person who's starting the race 
puts a chain around my ankle and connects me to a, a, a post and I can't move. And then mm-hmm, they tell mm-hmm. the white person to get a 200-yard head start and then take the chain off of me and then say, go. That's not a fair race. Yeah. But yet the privileged part of it, the people, white people think that it is a fair race because you no longer have this chain on you. Yeah. They are disregarding that 200-yard head yeah. start. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. you know, in talking with my wife, like we've talked about it and we we talk about like, you know, the experience of being black and how, yes, all people go through adversity. Like I, I think the topic was, we were talking about the whole all lives matter thing versus black lives and why yeah, people yeah, bring yeah. that up. Where I settled on was all people experience adversity. The difference is our adversity has to do with our skin color as opposed to a white person, the adversity they feel never has to do with their skin color. Mm-hmm. So we both got it, right? We both got adversity in our life. And that's where white people sometimes will try to discredit the yeah. challenges. You, It's where you live. You choose to live there. You got the same opportunity. I experienced adversity. A, a white person, I think it was a post said, I came from a bad neighborhood. I still was able to be successful. And it's like, yeah, I came from a bad neighborhood. You came from a bad neighborhood. The problem is your adversity had nothing to do with your skin color. Yeah. You all. didn't have to go through that. You didn't have to go at all. That that wasn't an adversity for you. That wasn't the Ooh. reason for it. Yeah. yeah. And so that's why I say like the word for me is ignited right now. Like, like yeah. to talk about this, it's almost like I slowly feel like chains are being broken and um um bonds or bondage. Uh, or restrictions or restraints are slowly being lifted off the more that I have conversations with people, both black, white, and all kinds of races and nationalities yeah. around change. I, yeah. I'm, I feel ignited to establish and solidify change. I'm, I'm loving this. I'm what, loving this right so now. So what does this change look like? I mean, because when I use the word that I use to describe it, it has a negative connotation. But I guess I'm I'm as ignited. That word that you use was describing how you feel, uh-huh. right? So you feel like it's right. Yeah. That's just that's just how you feel as a person with your emotions. That gotcha. doesn't mean you're not still ignited for this change, gotcha. and you see the same opportunity I see. Gotcha. So what does this change look like? Um, because I I just don't know. I don't know where we're going, bro. Ain't that the fun part? We used to get in the car. We used to get in the car and be okay with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's different, man. I'm 35 with a young boy. I, I need a clearer picture of what's going on. Like, you know, me and my wife, we watch um, we watch CNN every night, and it's a clown show, and Fox. Fox, I can't stand Fox, but we watch it every night, and it just, like, we're trying to figure out what is going on. Like, we, we believe there's something going on that's bigger than all of us that we just really can't put our hands on it. But it's like, you don't want to get too, too far on the conspiracy side, but it's just kind of like, yo, something, something's in the water. Hello, this is Travaris McCurdy, candidate for Florida State Representative District 46 here in Orlando. The election is August 18th, and I'm asking for your support. Please visit www.travarismccurdy.com. And remember, vote early. A vote by mail. Whatever you do, vote for Travaris McCurdy, August 18th.
people like to bring up a person's past, especially the victim in these these cases where cops are killing innocent black men, and it has nothing to do with the facts of the current situation. So to your question about the structure and what it looks like, well, the higher being, my spiritual side says, and I, I pose this to the group and to the guy, I say, well, here's why those things are relevant but ir ir irrelevant that you bring up. God tends to use the saint or the sinner when he's trying to prove a point. Mm. Mm. Is that a question that you was telling me? No, I'm saying that's what I, po that's what I posed oh, to them. Okay, yeah, that was a profound point. Okay, yeah. I pose that point and obviously everybody goes, well, the center. I say, so again, to bring up either one of their past, there is something greater at work. Yeah. Right? right. From the creator. Yes. He used these two guys because the initial question was to use these two guys or these two guys and their incident sparked all of this, all of this, yeah. right. Who does God use? He uses the sinners, right? He don't use the saint. I need somebody who's imperfect to get my goal accomplished, then go from there. So broad to specific is how my brain thinks. And so the answer right now, my brain, I don't have a very specific solution, but I like to think about structure. I like, I, I appreciate infrastructure because infrastructure allows for consistency. And I'll use the example of a car engine, a mm -hmm. car engine at the basic level needs certain parts to be a car engine and to run, right? Yeah. Do you have to do some maintenance to it from time to time to keep it going? Yes, but that engine don't need you. When you push that button or you put that key in, gotcha. it don't need you to run. No. The structure is there. So where we're headed, I see us right now, we're building an engine. We're building a structure that is going to be able to be sustained long after we, our generation, is mm -hmm. gone. That's what we are. That's what we are fighting for. That's what we are trying to create because the current engine is no good. In yeah, the, we need. We need to go ahead and toss that one. Scrap that. Some, some, scrap that bad boy. Yeah. We need to scrap that bad boy for parts. So some things that I think will be part of the structure will be a reform on qualifying uh, police officers, both physically and mentally. I yeah, think, but that's that's a that's a generational thing, right? What because qualifying police officers mentally like whereas these aren't the police officers of the 60s who grew up in racism these are the police officers who were raised by the people you right. know what i'm saying but i can create a system to weed them out yes I can create a better system okay. that's what i'm saying gotcha. a qualifying system a better qualifying system to weed those out as well as ones that weren't raised by the ones from the 60s, but just have a weak mental mindset, a weak capacity, will be able to create a better infrastructure to weed those out, to find you, to ask those questions. It's like a, a interviewer. There are some good, some interviewers who ask really good questions and get to the, you know, the underneath stuff of a person and whether or not they're going to be good. And there's some yeah. on the surface. I think what we got in place has just been on the surface. On the surface. On the sur yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. So... so yeah, so I, 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 you asked me a question to start, so I'll ask you a question to, 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 to shoot back off. If um, I get a lot of, and I hate using the term white people, but, you know, people, I don't mean nothing. I don't by. know what else to say. Yeah, I don't like Caucasian, I don't like it. Yeah, I just, I just, just, you know, nothing, no harm. I get a lot of white people that ask me, well, what can I do? What would you like for me? How do you answer that question for me? Um, so I'm getting that right now. Yeah. Um, as well, 
And my response has been, the ideas that you have, I need you to forward them on. Yeah. Because we are also sending ideas. Uh -huh. right? We are showing our support. But I need you to also do that. I need you to jump in these uncomfortable conversations and not be afraid. I need, mm -hmm. for example, if you have been fearful of having a conversation, this difficult conversation or or making a post because you're worried about inadvertently saying something insensitive when you really didn't mean it, yeah. I think you're doing more damage by staying silent in that yeah. than getting it yeah. out. I'd rather you get it out and let's have a conversation about what you meant if I don't understand something. Gotcha. I'd rather you do that. And that's for black people too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We go through that. We do. We go through that. Like right now, yeah, I, I get so many emails from people that tell me, hey, you might want to tone it down because professionally it doesn't look good on you. And mm -hmm. I'm like, y'all don't understand how many times I've typed and then deleted this message before I put this it out. This is toned down. Yeah, this is the toned down one. You should send back, turn down for what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know how to tone it down anymore. And you know, at this point, right? I would respond, especially like, like I said, we got this small window. Yeah. Those who are sending me that email with that response. And I'm kind of waiting on that to come on my end too. my, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I would say I'm Martin, you're Malcolm in our mm -hmm. dynamic. Right. In terms yeah, of yeah, definitely. Approach, yeah. Yeah. Right. But I'm, I'm still expecting to get some sort of commentary like that because even what I'm doing is not like me and what people are used to. But my response to them is, with everything going on, if this ain't the time for me to say this, tell me when is a better time. Yeah. What should I wait for? Yeah. And if they don't have an answer for me, then I'm going to continue right now until you can give me an answer. Don't worry, I'll wait. But here's what I'm going to do while I wait. I'm just, I'm charged up. I'm ignited to, to bring about change, to do gotcha. something different. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, I, I agree with those um, to answer, to throw on my question, what I asked you in my question, I would add to yours. I would say um, it's time for y'all, time for white people as well to do the work. And one of the things that I would say is stop feeling guilty. Like you always hear, well, I'm one of the privileged ones. Okay, fine. We get it. You, 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 okay, we, we get it. And we understand. We don't, we don't okay. need you to feel guilty. Cool. Because imagine if, you know, I, I sit here and woe is me. I'm the black man. And, and that's what that is. Okay, that's, that's what exactly that is. Exactly what that is. Let's, Your woe is me. Pity let's drop the woe is me. I don't need you to feel, you know, I, I, I truly appreciate that you realize. Absolutely. I really, truly appreciate that. And, and we, we stand together. Now, we need to go and communicate the message and start getting everybody on board because I heard something today and I wrote it down. It, I, I, I was driving and I had to stop because I wanted it to send it to somebody. Um, okay. The quote was, um, I read it. I heard it today. I was, oh, it was on um, the breakfast club. You can't change society until you change the narrators. So we've been telling you for years, black people have been telling you for years this is what it is. We are oppressed. We are held back. We are, we have to work twice as hard to get what's half as much or whatever, how, whatever they say, we have twice to work as hard, hard to get half as much, twice as hard to work to get half as much. So now that you realize in your privilege that you have admitted and confessed to, we need you to stop feeling guilty and we need to you to go out and be the narrators of ourselves because that's the only way 
we need you to be the narrators of our struggle because that's the only way that I believe this message really gets pushed forward. Part of me don't agree with that because up to this point, haven't white people been the narrators of, of the message, of, of the story and what's been happening? Why not give us a chance to write, write it? Write? Haven't white? No. Because the quote was, the story won't change until the narrators change, right? So when yeah. I think about life and how things have been, our story is not because we wrote it like this as the yeah. narrators. Yeah. So that no, means... but that would make them the authors. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm, I'm confusing yeah, the term. Yeah, that then. would make them the authors. Okay. It's like the audio book. No, no. It's like the audio book. They're the author oh, of all of it. telling narrators, telling us, the, okay, my yeah, bad, my yeah. bad. Like, yo, we <laughs> just... <laughs> no, that's, that, that's, they, they are the authors of all of it. This is woven okay. into, listen, guys, I didn't racism, know this was racism is talking. as American as apple pie, guys. Yes, it is. It is. I'm sorry. Uh, it, this is where we are. This is who we are. Like, the quicker we understand who we are, the quicker that we can fix it. I'm sorry. Like, that's party. what it is, huh? We can stop having this pity party. We can stop having the pity party. It is like you know, like me. I'm five six. What am I do? I gotta do it. You, you ain't gonna be six five tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There, there ain't no way around it. So I got to. I got to. We gotta make it work, people. Yeah, yeah. I would say this to that to that question again of what do we tell you know people to do? I would tell people to go be about that action. Yeah, be about it, boss. Go be about that action. Like, like I promise you. It resonated so much with me what Killer Mike said. We have to plot, plan, strategize, organize, and mobilize. Mm -hmm. One thing that Black people can do is share the plan with white people who genuinely want to help. Who genuinely want to help? We can't hide the plan from true supporters, but we do have to verify and validate people who say they are supporters. But once they are valid, once they get that stamp of approval, you know, like in the yeah. neighborhood, you take a white boy to the court and they look at you crazy. Yeah. Like, who is this white boy? But you say, hey, he with me. He cool. Yeah, he All good. right. He get the stamp of approval. He can come yeah. around to the barbecues the whole nine yards, yeah. right? And he ain't got to be white Mike. He can be himself. He, he can be himself. That's the thing. You got to be yourself. You can be yourself. You don't have to be white Mike, vanilla funk. Uh, uh, white chocolate thunder. You ain't got to do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, a white chocolate thunder. First off, I ain't hanging out with no dude that calls himself white chocolate thunder. Let me tell you what's not gonna happen. Uh, yeah, I, 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 maybe the first two, but not white chocolate thunder. That ain't. That don't sit right. That don't sit right. <laughs> we ain't gotta be that man. You're right. You don't. But I think. Black people can't always have their guard up, especially not right now. Yes, we have to be protective of the plan. But again, once we identify the true supporters, we got to share it because there's strength in numbers. Absolutely. There's strength in numbers. And so far, our Black community numbers haven't been enough to bring about the change that we need. So obviously, we need some more muscle. We need some help. We need help. We need it. We need need help. We need, we need help. Let me ask you this question. I got I got to ask this question in all and everything that's going on. I've I've been in conversations, and I'm not sure which is the right term to use, and I don't want to offend my friends who are black. Should I say African American or should I say black? I I. <laughs> 
I, I get more caught up on that when I'm talking to white people because I, I try to sound politically correct. And I'm above a This was a question from a white person. They asked yeah, they asked yeah. me this question. Um you know what? I, I think to me, I, w- I would lean with um, black. I say that because I mean, apparently we're all descendants of Africa, right? But, you know, um, I think black is suffice. It doesn't bother me. I, I, I'm sure there's a historian that would break it down and, and say, call you African-American, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, really, I believe it's, it's, it's black for me. My response to it was, I think that I use them synonymously. I will refer to myself and others as African-American or Black. I said, but that is my preference. I said, what I would suggest to you is if you are in a conversation with a Black person and you're not sure what their preference is, just ask them. It's no different than, do you go by Mike or Michael? Gotcha. Gotcha. Would you prefer Black? That's a good way to put it. That's a real good way to put it. It's that simple. Yeah. And, yeah, and, And really and truly, like, I appreciate people wanting to have these difficult conversations and they're asking questions that they probably always wondered, but I also don't want people to overthink these conversations. And, and that's, that's, that's what I think a, a lot of people that want to help do. They, they make it more, they make it a thing of, and again, I think it leans, it leans back to the guilt, you know, like, you know, I don't want to, I want to help, but right. I don't want to step on toes and I go, well, man, just pick up a brick and let's go. You know what it's like? You just pick up a real <laughs> Here, hold this. I'll tell you when to throw it. <laughs> you know, you know what I picture? I picture like no matter race or whatever, you go to a party and you are familiar with the people more so than the person that you brought with them. But when they they come in with you, but they're still a little, you know, they stand back a little bit, they just kind of observe they kind of tiptoeing in you you yeah see you going but like they're they're coming with you but they still a little cautious because they don't know are they going to be accepted are they going to yeah. do something wrong yeah. or offend the group yeah. you know they're not in yet so i i envision a lot of white people right now as they're entering these conversations as that but yeah look, when the electric slide come on get out on the dance <laughs> Yeah, Ooh, baby. Yeah, you gonna bump into somebody? It's all right. We'll, we'll, all right. we'll, we'll right. get we you did. together. We'll get you together, like you said. Here, hold this brick. I yeah. take <laughs> I love that. Hey, yeah. hold this brick. I'll tell you when to throw it. That's a <laughs> show that we gonna start. Oh goodness. <laughs> Let's bring this show to a close. Listen, listen. I got this quote that I think, I think it's fitting. I think it's fitting for the person who finds themselves holding the brick, waiting on somebody to tell them when to throw it. Here's the quote. You must learn a new way to think before you can master a new way to be. Mm. You must learn a new way to think before you can master a new way to be. Imagine yourself in an area you're not familiar with and the person that you're with gives you a brick and tells you hold it I'll tell you when to throw it what in essence what they're trying to get you to do what that moment is trying to get out of you is you got to find a new way to think about your situation and your purpose within it and how to operate in it and what you need to do 
before you can master this new way of being. Because once you throw this big brick, once you commit to throwing this brick, you will be changed forever. Because you should, you should hit a target. And in life, that's the way it works. We get put in these new situations. Right now, what's happening in the country is a new situation. And we all right now have just been given a brick and being told, I'll tell you when to throw it. I promise you, you're about to learn a new way to think so you can master a new way to be. Good stuff. Doc and Coach, baby, we appreciate you rocking with us. If you haven't already, shame on you. Go to, go subscribe to the show. We want to create a whole community of purpose addicts. We started a group chat on Facebook, so uh, check us out. We got a lot of discussions that we continue from the episodes going on in there. Listen, this is a movement that's starting and you can be a part of it. I can't wait. We out. Peace.